guys. Hello and welcome back. I'm Jojo Fraser. This is episode 49 and it's time for your mojo injection. Welcome. If you're trekking, if you're running, if you're sitting on a beach, if you're cooking, you're driving, whatever you're doing, thank you for being here. All I ask is that you listen with an open mind um, and you are ready to get something out of this because we are what we listen to, we are what we read and every single episode I put out will have a desire to help your mojo in some shape or form and this week is really important, Mental Health Awareness Week, we're going to be talking all about body image, self-esteem and confidence and it's such an important week and my guest Daniel Ewan Henderson is just an absolute legend. He is one of the world's leading vloggers talking about body positivity, encouraging people to get the bikinis on and to love themselves more and this conversation is fascinating. I'm so thankful to Daniel for fitting this in last minute and um, we did it via Skype and actually the conversation was so good that Skype was like I can't handle it. So there's a few little bits of mm, feedback, um, but the conversation is amazing. So although it's not as crisp quality as normal, the chat well makes up for it. And again, I'm singing at the end and we raved as well. Daniel is the sort of guy that I would just hit the karaoke with, um, totally sober um, and just have a laugh with. He is um, really dramatic, which you guys will know is right up my street. Um, he's up for a laugh, doesn't take himself too seriously, but most importantly, he is so honest on this podcast. I'm really, really blown away by how much he was happy to share and how much this conversation is going to help people because it's uncut it's totally real it's like two friends sitting around a bar sharing their thoughts around mental health and this is something that my friends at Wagamama really really want to do with the work that they're doing with Mind Charity they want to encourage people to have conversations around mental health to break down the barriers to take away the stigma and um that's what this podcast is for. June last year, I launched it. Wagamama very kindly sponsored that and just fed everyone loads of good food. I did a speech. We had the most incredible, magical night. And these conversations every week are allowing us to talk openly, to remember that we all struggle with different things no matter where we are. I mean, Daniel has a crazy amount of following. He's doing amazing things. But he still struggles and um, I'm just so proud of him for sharing and a lot of his inspiration comes from the feeling of rejection. You know, I wrote that song, they didn't want me, they didn't need me, I got rejected. And um, we need to start thinking about rejection differently and his rejection has fueled him to go on and do incredible things. And I want you guys to feel that way too. I want to feel that way. When we get rejected, it should be an incentive. When we, when someone says something bad, we don't have to take that at face value. That, that's just, it's just words. And I want, I really want you to, yeah, listen with an open mind. And Daniel is, he's a leader. He's inspiring others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more. 
so to me that is an excellent leader and I think he's awesome so enjoy guys and let's please if you can break the stigma this week in your own way you don't have to put a podcast live you don't have to go singing and dancing everywhere just even if you can have one conversation I will be delighted please keep rating us thank you for being here I'm going to get Daniel on now guys got chat like gold um and yeah just really really delighted that I met this awesome Scottish dude um and he did say I made him shy a little bit getting him singing I did put him on the spot but uh he nailed it Great voice, great raving. I'll be putting a video live of this too across Facebook and giving you the chance to win dinner for two as well. So yeah, right, enough rambling. Thank you for being here and let's get this blue-eyed legend chatting uncut. I think that's a starting the recording. Yes, we're going. Daniel Ewan Henderson, you big legend. Well, hello there. How are you, Jojo? I'm stressed, technology, but I'm so excited <laughs> to talk to you. I'm like buzzing. Uh, what do you want me to call you? Do people call you Danny or what's your what's your favourite? My favourite thing to be called is legend. <laughs> I'm joking. Name, bitch. <laughs> legend. Yeah. Uh, Daniel or Danny, it's up to you. You say what you prefer. It's not Dan. Not Dan. No, I'm not a big fan of the Dan. Do you know, I always like to ask people because some people call me Joanne and I can't stand it. So there was a hashtag started, don't call me Joanne. My dad looked at me when I was little. Well, my dad was actually lost his eyesight when he was 19 and he looked at me and he could sense I wasn't a Joanne, I was a Jojo. But it's funny, I feel really uncomfortable when people call me Joanne. So I always think for other people, you know, if I was saying to you, oh, Dan, because I abbreviate and you're actually hating it, it's kind of... I don't hate it. I don't, I just, I, I'm, I'll deal with it if it comes to it. But if somebody likes to call me Dan, then I'm just like, all right, bro. <laughs> you're secretly you know. squirming, you're like, oh. It's like when I go down to England, everybody calls me Dan there. Like everybody is like, all right, Dan, how are you, Dan? And I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> say my real name. Yeah, say my name. Say Daniel. Oh. Uh, well, Dan- when, I, when I first met you, we were pretty much naked and breathing really, really hard. Yes. Um, I've never quite been breathing like it. So it was uh, before all your female fans want to come and kill me. It was um, the Wim Hof, which you actually uh, blog. You did a lovely blog about. Thank you. Um, And it was just, I I don't know about you, but I found it a really magical morning. It was just something, we're both into self-development and it was just something a bit different, wasn't it? The, I know you're probably going to feel the same way that I did on this, but do you know when we were doing the breathing and then as soon as you felt that little bit of morning sunshine hitting you? Oh, yeah. That was special. That was really, really special. Um, because at that moment, you're you're not only aware of your, your breathing, but you're aware of like kind of like the warmth on your skin yeah. and you, 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 take a, a, you forget about everything else that's going on around you because you're so focused on these things that actually are much more powerful than our silly thoughts you know I know I know you're kind of at one with nature yeah in your happy space and I I was on a course last week and it was all about we can't find 
like for example when I do interviews I don't script them I've got an idea of sort of questions but I kind of just want it to be natural I don't want it to come from my intellect I want it to come from like what feels right and and all these leaders from around the world they were saying that you know um that they just go with it and in business situations when you go when you go with that you actually achieve a lot more not just business situations but it was a business conference but in life as well and I really get a sense for you that you just kind of go with it like you have a lot of fun you don't take yourself too seriously which I love because it's not good for a mojo when we take yourself too seriously right (laughs) exactly yeah I try to just live here and now as much as possible everything that I've done mistakes and good things have led up to how I am today and that's where I am and I I try and if I'm in a good place today then I'll probably you'll find those days I'll just post a whole load of content and everybody will be like wow you posted like eight videos today and I'm like I felt like it you know some people are like they're ready to have it all mapped out for each day whereas for me I'll sometimes just take a day and make eight videos and another day I'll just make none you know so it just it's very sporadic but I enjoy it yeah, you just go with how you feel and then that's it produces better content because sometimes when you're trying to force it and you're not feeling it and you're perhaps trying to put something really positive and funny out but you're actually a bit flat and it's okay to have days like that it's totally normal it's you know that is part of life it's that pressure to be perfect all the time yeah which is, is literally ruining people's lives it's making people go into depression and they're they're literally doing unachievable things. They're they're literally putting so much pressure on themselves. And I think I was actually getting a massage uh, from my mum's friend. And uh, she's a masseuse, by the way. She wasn't just massaging me for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I asked people to do that. Sorry, mum, just had to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> my mum, you know. So she's, she's a great person and um, one of the things that she said to me was just stop being so hard on yourself and I know that's very simple advice but when she said that to me I was like yeah you're right just be easy easier on myself because I'm giving myself so much pressure that I'm not going to end up enjoying the process anyway you know. Yeah and you get so caught up and you, you said something really funny when I met you you were like I can be dangerously productive I was like yes. Because that's so good, you know, when you're in that kind of flow and you're you're making progress, it's really good for our minds and our sort of happiness. But at the same time, sometimes you get so focused that you you can't really enjoy being in the moment. Yeah, yeah. So it's that it's balance. It's organisation is a bad thing for me. I'm not very organised. I don't have a lot of structure to a lot of things. But what I would say to you is if I did have that, I would be dangerous. Oh, you would be dangerous. You already are dangerous, though. Like, look what you're doing. You are inspiring millions of people around the world. So I thought there's no better person to chat to for, you know, Mental Health Awareness Week. It's all about body image this year. And you are empowering people to, you know, get the bikini on and just love themselves a bit more. Do you know what's funny about that is that I actually do so much for body positivity and one of the people that gets more scrutinised and brought down for their body is myself. It's weird. Anybody, it's crazy. They're like, you're making these videos, you should maybe put on a t-shirt. Your body's not actually that good to be wearing no t-shirt in your videos. You shouldn't be doing that. You're skinny, you're, you know, 
Um, yeah, like you get so many people pointing out things like, oh, your nose is a certain way. You're, like, I've heard it all now. Like, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize I was that ugly. <laughs> but no, I don't care. Like, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm secure up here. I don't mind them happy and but you know it's crazy that when someone's putting out positive vibes out there people still are scrutinizing that person and it's it's quite weird actually i know i think when you understand that it's nothing to do with you really you're just an easy target yeah because you're putting yourself out there and for you like i've made mistakes in the past when i've had you know, people come on my page and start a discussion and it's gone nuts and people love the drama, you know, where people are addicted to the news and negativity and it's our brains are slightly wired that way. So it's, yeah. it's learning to see it for what it is and actually have more compassion. But people love drama and it's actually saying, well, it's nothing to do with me. Don't take it personally. Don't be so hard on yourself. That's probably one of my favorite lines. Like my dad said that to me when he got out of hospital and I said, look, Things could have gone completely the other way. We're really lucky. And um, I said, what what is that piece of advice for people that have really are really struggling right now? Because he's been he's gone from being the most gregarious, amazing guy to just hating life and not wanting to live and pushing us all away. But when I was able to speak to him again properly, you know, that was it was his simple advice. Don't be so hard on yourself. But it's so easy to do, isn't it? When I would say whenever I've felt like hating the world, it's because I've been through real rejection and real like horrible kind of comments and feedback from other humans. And it almost makes you kind of bitter. But once, see, when I've noticed when you write things down and mm-hmm. you're, you're aware of these things, you can actually ask yourself, why am I getting these angry thoughts? Where are these thoughts of malice coming from? And so instead of like sitting there saying, oh, I'm an angry person because I'm not, I'm, I'll write down these thoughts and it crystallizes the more and I can kind of get to grip of what who I am more. Yeah. So, like sometimes I'll be like, I'll, I'll be, my mum or dad will say something and it'll be like a little personal joke and I'll be like, can you stop with that? And they'll be like, we're just trying to have fun and then I'll, I'll see their reaction and they're having fun and they're happy and I'm like I'm pushing them away by by being that kind of better they're not going to be alive forever I'm not going to be alive forever so I just need to enjoy it for what it is and just stop being so serious all the time you know I know but you can't it, it's when you're aware of that you can catch yourself more you know when you notice that that's happening you go right okay reality check right I can react a different way but it's hard it's hard it's not our fault we have a mind that's wired a certain way so yeah Yeah, like you can't help it when you're in traffic and there's some guy in front of you that's just not moving you know it's it's easy to for you to be doing mindfulness meditation and then all of a sudden something like that that's really stupid and you probably could be quite calm about it it's hard because you're wired to be like (laughs) you know but I know I've started practicing that kind of like you know when you wait when someone's so nasty on the road and you're like hey how you doing hope you're hope you're all right and they're like what are you on I'm just like I can't I can't like I don't want any more stress yeah it's hard though so what was your inspiration behind like inspiring all these millions of people where, where did it come from when you thought I want to make a change and I'm going to go down this direction 
I was like one of these people that was rejected so much from different backgrounds and different people. But I was like looking at it from instead of me getting taking it personally, I was actually kind of offended. I was like, why, why, why would they like? I'm an actual amazing person. And then I'll see other people and I'll be like, why? Like someone dumped you because of your weight or someone dumped you because of something so superficial. You're much better than that person if that's what they're living for. And so I was really, I was really like upset and uptight at the fact that people are so superficial with silly things. And I thought, you know what, like what ha- what matters most in life is how happy you are and how, how much love you give to others and how much inner, your inner light shines out and helps others right and and so that's what I was trying to like bring out in people and and realize like you know don't don't self-harm don't do all these things because you're because someone else told you that you were fat or your boyfriend's cheated on you because you were you had scars or something like that you know and so it's helpful to to know that I've helped people see their own light again and see how powerful they can be in their own unique individual way because we are we're all completely different there's nobody on the planet that is like us and and a lot of people were just kind of wired to think that this certain way is aesthetically beautiful and so you should be like that and for guys it's like oh you should be like this build and there's guys going on steroids there's girls going on fat burners there's people going doing crazy things just to be like some sort of normal shape and size and I, and I think that it's it's so much it's so it's so stressful and it actually probably ages them more mm-hmm. it's, it's getting worse um which terrifies me I've got a beautiful six-year-old daughter so I, I'm thinking in 10 years time what is she going into I was in Dubai recently with a mate and we were at a place called Pam 7 don't know if you've been or her or 7 by the Pam or something and basically there was this big um, selfie stand. We were having lunch next to it. So we're watching beautiful, you know, girls coming up and doing the hair. Yeah. Yeah. And there, but some of them were there for like... Half an hour to an hour. Yeah. Just trying to get the shot. And then they're looking at it and they're going, no, 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 no. And, then, and it's that pout that they have to... And I'm going, like... Why don't you go and have a laugh with your mates or like uh, it's so hard because you, they don't look like they're having fun and I'm yeah uh, so this, this is what I would like to teach people is actually like the young generation coming through is to teach them to be in a way more successful is the people that are actually going to stand out are the ones that are actually having fun and people are going to be like, the ones that are actually so superficial are going to look at them and have real jealousy for them because <laughs> their whole life is this certain way. And they and then they'll see someone that's genuinely killing it on social media just because they're themselves or they're killing it with their their art or they're killing it with their, the way, any way of expressing themselves, like singing or acting or whatever. Because there's people that are actors, but they won't, they'll be too busy with a superficial Instagram game that all they want to strive for is romantic lead. Matthew yeah. McConaughey won Oscars when he let go of his ego, he let go of his typecast as romantic lead rom-com comedy star and started doing things where he put his body through. real, And that's what made him have a bit more of an impact as, a, as an actor. 
And so people don't see that when you actually let go of that ego and that pride and that kind of like, that that's when good things actually happen. So I think we should try and teach that to younger people and realize that, you know, when you're self-aware and you know who you are and you just go out there and you smash it on your own, it's the best way to do it, I think. And do you think fundamentally we all are meant to be, like I'm thinking of words, peace, joy, you know, happiness, love. Because I used to think, oh, finding out who you are, right? And you're, you're like, right, who am I? What am I? But, you know, I think we've all got these capabilities in us to be like free, dance like no one's watching, sing like no one's listening, you know. It doesn't have to be, oh, but I'm, I am this sort of way. I think we all, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. we've all got it in us to have this kind of amazing, uh, yeah, freedom's the sort of word for me. Like if you were thinking of three words that you really wanted to describe your best self, what would you think? What sort of words would come to mind? For me, for myself? Um... There's three words to describe myself I would say I'm definitely dramatic um, but in a good way I always like dramatic in a good way um, leader mm-hmm. and warm warm yeah so it's coming back to this kind of light and that's what leaders yeah. need to be you know you need to be a role model which is amazing so many people so have you had like marriage proposals or have you had people like i just love you, do you yeah, there's <laughs> a couple of marriage proposals but i think you know <laughs> it's nice and all but you know that it all is social media at the end of the day and it's like you'll get people that will say it throwaway comments like that like marry me man in my dreams and i'm like okay let's break it down uh, to who i really am and then i think they like the person, the persona that they see out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I always prefer the messages from people that are more personal. Like, um, the one person messaged me saying, um, "I've seen from your eyes, you've seen a lot of darkness and sadness." And I was like, "Okay, interesting. I might not have, I may or may not have, but I'm interested to see. Like, this is interesting that they've actually seen like something." And they've been like interested in to find out a little bit about what I've been doing, or um, and you get a lot of like people who are into uh, their psychics and stuff, and they give me these little plans for the for the future and all that stuff. They're like, I see a lot of good things. I like stuff like that because it's quite like they could have been, yeah, it's like you're fit or get your kit off. <laughs> get, oh yeah, I was gonna try and say it like PG here. Get your get your stuff off or whatever. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So are you? What are you planning? Because you're going to be going to a is it a fashion event and you're doing a speech. This is the third year in a row that I've been there. Um, mm-hmm. it's called Ireland's Got Curves. The first year I went there. I did a speech and it was a comedy speech. Then second year I went there and I didn't plan a speech and it was just a kind of, you know, an appearance basically with a small speech. This year I'm going there with a full planned speech and I want to, if if one person from that can leave there and feel like they've got a breakthrough, that's what I want. Just what, just at least one person to have a wee mini breakthrough or even an extreme breakthrough that they can actually go on and do something great with their day or their life or whatever. That's what I want. 
So are I'm you really going to be filming? Are you going to be vlogging your speech so people can hear it? Yes, it'll be filmed. I think it'll be professionally filmed with a camera and stuff like that. So I hope that I can just upload it straight to YouTube, just unedited, you know? Amazing. You know, you know public speaking is the number one fear over dying. Is it? Mm, yeah. So do you have like a, are you going to be doing like some Wim Hof before you get on? Or are you just going to go and not overthink it and smash it? I'll have it planned and prepared, but my legs will probably shake a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I'll, I'll breathe, I'll listen to music. Music's a kind of big thing for me. I just like to pump myself up with music. Um, but yeah, as soon as I get the microphone, it's like I go into kind of my own little... I don't see anybody. I just yeah. see... It's like, it's actually almost like... It's yourself a wee bit. I did it when I did acting and things. And, I did stand up comedy and whatever, and you just like you just lose yourself a wee, a wee bit. Yeah, it's the best. I've I've done stage stuff, and I, you just get lost in it, don't you? You just the adrenaline, and when you you're into your flow. But I can see that even in your videos, they're just so funny. Are you just like you're totally in character? And I love your snap. <laughs> the sassy snaps. That that's been going on. I've actually been doing that since I was a kid. No uh, way. I have. I've honestly done it, but. Um, it just was, I didn't know it was called Sassy Snaps, and then one day I put, put it subtitles and it said Sassy Snaps, and then everybody was like, yay, Sassy Snaps. And I was like, yay, it's amazing. So you're always going to do the Sassy Snaps? I think I will do it, but like, there's going to be other things. I think that things are just going to come around that will be newer, they'll be more meaningful, they'll be, I don't know, you never know when when the right, you, you might just say the right thing. I might just say, I love donuts, they're my favourite, and then all of a sudden it goes viral, and then everybody's like, oh, why didn't you talk about donuts, Daniel? Why didn't you talk about donuts? And I'm like, okay, I'll talk about donuts more. And then you become the donut guy. I don't know. It's bonkers, because I think of chicken nuggets, and I was like, do you even, do you really like chicken nuggets, or do you just say it for granted? I love chicken nuggets, but I love chicken select a wee bit more. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You like salmon as well. Sorry? I love salmon. Salmon's my, my favourite food. Yeah. What's your ideal meal to have? My ideal meal to have? Celanese oh. chicken korma from the Indian. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, I like... Okay, now, because I've had allergies to a lot of things, I've never been a massive foodie. So I've always eaten what I can eat. Yeah. yeah. So I'll do like a lot of simple foods. Um, there's a lot of things that like curries and things like that I would love to eat, but I'm allergic to lentils, beans, peas, that kind of thing. So it's been quite a bit of a struggle actually. I used to actually starve myself rather than go through the embarrassment of telling people that I had allergies in restaurants because I used to get I, I was a really shy kid in these kind of situations. So I'd go on like school trips that were three days long and um, my teacher would say, Daniel, you've not eaten anything in, in like a, a day and a half. And I was already really skinny. So they were probably like concerned that I had an eating disorder or something. Yeah. Um, and I would just, I would, they would say, okay, Daniel, we're going to go. Let's go to McDonald's just now because I know that you've, you've been skipping your meals. We've seen you. And I was like, oh, okay. So it's kind of embarrassing. I didn't. I didn't. Nowadays, I'm fine. Like, 
I had a girlfriend and I got out. The lady came over with a big massive book and she's like, okay. And then I was just sitting there like, yeah, it's fine. And then they were like, that's embarrassing that you have to get the the book over. That's why I'm single now. Because <laughs> you don't want to be with somebody that's embarrassed by you because you have a big book for your allergies whenever you go out for a meal, you know. Yeah. Oh, there was a, someone gave someone a card the other day and they were in a restaurant and this is what the card said. And it said, right, I'm gluten free, I'm dairy free, um, I can't have wheat, I can't have this, what can I have? And the waiter was like, um, taxi. <laughs> so, but my mum's my the same and I, uh, I've, uh, you know, blessed Wagamama, they, they've had us all out and they were so patient. My mum's like, I can't have this, I can't have that. Well, we can make this for you because it is really embarrassing, do you know what I mean? It's a shame and you sh- it shouldn't be because it's one of those things, it's not your fault. I can't have anything in Wagamama. Oh, no. I'll need to get on to them. I can, but it's, like, very select. It's, like, yeah, it's quite hard in Wagamama. Mexican food's hard for me. Yeah, I can't. I would love to go to India, but I'm scared. (laughs) I'd need to bring, like, a whole suitcase of Uncle Ben's and some (laughs) some soup and stuff. And everyone gets sick. Well, in India, a lot of people do get sick. Do they? They can, yeah. Um, so back to the whole self-esteem thing for people that have been struggling. I mean, we all struggle, don't we? But what tips would you give for, you know, when you've struggled with self-esteem, body image, listening to either the inner critic or just assholes that come on, what, what tips would you give? Like what's got you to that happier place? Um the, so there's the, the nice part which is the whole so I have like two kind of dual mindsets sometimes I have that kind of like you know the positive one that sits there and says right I've got the the unique individual personality and I'm a person that's nobody looks like so I can go out there and do my thing um, and then obviously like you know, the other kind of thoughts I have are people actually don't really care about you because everybody's so self-interested so even though they might laugh at you temporarily they move on to something else anyway so you know um that always nothing is forever good and bad so you always just stay level and then I have the kind of opposite effect which is like you know what all these people that are saying stuff about me that I'm going to go out there and I'm going to just you know I'm not going to say anything I'm just going to do my own thing and I'm going to you know train really hard I'm going to eat really well I'm going to work myself really hard and do and get successful at something and then you know and and people can watch on and say oh he's getting to travel the world or he's getting to do this and that's a kind of like that's not always the best but that sometimes helps me as well because like having a little bit of knowing that you're doing something you love and knowing that you can just you know go out there and do your own thing without caring that, that knowing that that gets other people from the past looking at me going oh wow or when someone comes back from your past and says oh I'm not long time no speak and you're like bye bye <laughs> you know you used to call me you used to call me all sorts of names four or five years ago or when I was at school you used to call me you know so I love that as well like knowing that you've done stuff and people can come back and try and be your friend again you know yeah. it's so I, I think a massive thing is working on your mind before your body because then it falls into place if yeah. you know what I mean because 
like physical health is obviously completely linked to mental health but I know when I'm like maybe if I'm not totally focusing on my physical health it could be because I'm hormonal or I'm stressed or I'm taking on too much so then I maybe don't eat as well and then I skip a few training sessions and then it starts to impact my self-esteem because I'm not looking after my I'm not listening to my motivational content I'm not cranking around with the tunes I'm not moving as much so when you slump more and you sit at home when you're not seeing people face-to-face content you're you're throwing the microwave meals in it's kind of a vicious circle isn't it yeah yeah I was there I was there recently very recently um, and that's why I went to the Wim Hof thing because sometimes you need that kind of um you need that like something that, that's just gonna kick start you back into the cycle that you wear. I never let myself go too far. Never I never go into too much of a rut that I can't physically pull myself out of. I see myself going down in it though. And then I'll start reading the books. I'll start reading um about trying to just figure out what, what is going on, breathing more, um eating better things. Honestly the food you eat actually makes you so depressed at times if you're eating rubbish but there's a part of you that's like that doesn't believe that Mm -hmm. there's a part of you that's like you know that if you're going to eat healthy you're going to have a healthy mind as well but Mm -hmm. when you're eating all these microwavable meals and you're sitting there going oh why do I still feel like bad and you're you just it doesn't feel like the food's going to actually make your brain yeah so and they can be addictive as well so you know and the brain's clinging on to that it's like just no just slump and don't go to the gym because you're you're on a kind of roll anyway so just go easy because you're lacking energy because you're not moving and our bodies were made to move you know that's what we're meant to do but it's you can see I can totally I'm the same and I can see when I'm going down those ways and it's like right okay this isn't this isn't good for me but it's it's really hard and I know so many people struggle with that and it's like so I've actually spoken about this before, but I was reading about uh, the three gunas, which is in like the Hindu philosophy. And it was actually, there's like, so you've got Satwa, Tamas and Rajas. Satwa is when you have a good kind of like energy, a thought about something like, oh, I feel really good. I'm going to go to the gym and stuff today. But then the Tamas is the kind of the negative thought, the negative kind of um oh, I don't need to go today because I've still got to go and pick up Maggie from the shops later, even though that's only 15 minutes out of my day. I still need to kind of go and do that. And, you know, I would only be able to spend half an hour to 45 minutes. So you get all these thoughts. But Rajas is the kind of willpower, the the kind of energy. It's seen as a kind of storm that builds up within you that says, no, I'm going to go and do it. And the Rajas is something that I'll say to myself now after reading that. And people say, oh, people that read books, but they don't follow it up with action. Reading some books where you actually have things that that, that be a, they become a part of your life, like the Rajas thing, mm-hmm. that's helped me so much. So I hear Rajas within me because I feel like I'm living a life of tamas, which is mm-hmm. the kind of lazy, slothful behaviour, going to the just putting in the microwave, ordering Uber Eats, McDonald's, so you're not even driving to get a McDonald's, you're ordering it. And then you're just, 
I'll sit there and I'll, I'll be like rajas and I'll get up and I'll do like five push-ups or I'll go for a run, go to the gym. And uh, that really helped me recently. So that was something. And then after reading that, I got more into mindfulness again. It's something that I slip away from and I forget about. And you're constantly, I'm constantly bringing good into my life, then losing it, then bringing bad in. It's like a constant like struggle, you know? It's so hard, but then yeah, we're all a work in progress every day. We're going to have really good days, we're going to have really bad days, but you're you're doing amazing things, so that's just a, a reminder for you, you know? Keep it up, keep on the path. We'll get back to our wimp off. And... You too. Yeah, we need to do it. I, like, I'm actually gutted that I can't make it to the one on the 12th, because I'm going to be in Ireland. Ah, uh, I didn't realise there was, but is it back at the same place? Glasgow. Oh, no. Oh, nice. Need to get through for one. Loving it. And meditation and clearing out the head. I mean, there's so many toolkits and it's just knowing what works for you as well. Because some people hate meditation. They really struggle with it. Perhaps you need to persevere a little bit. But I don't know. It's tricky, isn't it? What, what works for you most, if you don't mind me asking? A mix. So I've pretty much been on a journey for four years trying everything like I'm so inquisitive and then as part of me is like oh people will be thinking she's going on about something else again one thing to the next but they're not the right people then yeah that's just my head telling me that I've not yeah. had someone actually say but my head's going oh they're going to be like she's 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 done a mindfulness course for her next book research or her blogs but you know that's just here yeah. um, I like that as well yeah I yeah. and they're like oh they'll think I'm so indecisive and they'll think I get but uh, what's worked for me, so like reading, like the library, is, there was this quote about library being like like a hospital for the mind, you know? I'll find it. I'm going to find it. I want to find it right now. Wait, I might have it written somewhere. It's one of my favourite quotes. A library is a hospital for the mind. Right. So you said. <laughs> boom, boom. So reading and writing, uh, I write all the time. Um, I, I love writing people tell me I'm good at it so it's it's kind of like a pleasure but also it helps other people yeah and um, yeah. so I think reading writing um meditation because it does really start to train you to calm down that racing you know we've got that fear and that anxiety and I know we've spoken that we both have struggled with anxiety so much more common than we let on though isn't it but we still I know people that are struggling that wouldn't admit it but you can see you know anxiety is in all of us at different levels and different times and for me when I was drinking too much when I was traveling and we're both saying we love our electro love my electro but I was going through the stage of just going out not sleeping much tanning the booze so that was really triggering my anxiety. So sleep is key. Yeah, yeah, really, um, your circulation and everything, you start feeling tingling in your hands and everything. Yeah. start feeling like, um, you just feel sick, you feel ill. You're yeah. so much toxic into your body that you actually do feel toxic. Your mind and thoughts are toxic. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, it can keep paranoid as well, can't it? Yeah. You start thinking about all the bad times you've had when you've drunk, you know, like, with me, there's a lot of confrontations when I've been drunk, like, you know, some, you know, alpha male that's been in a club and I've bumped into him and he's wanting to fight with me and it's just some ridiculous thing and then the, the next day you wake up and you're just like, 
did I actually just have to like run away from a group of five guys that were trying to throw bottles at my head? Like, you know, like, you're like imagine, imagine like my parents knew that I was going through that, but I keep it hidden from them, or you know, all these stupid. This has been a while ago. I've actually calmed down a lot in the last couple of years, right? So, um, just a lot of bad times like that used to happen, and you just don't need stuff like that in your life if you're doing little good small things then those add up and you're like it's the opposite of anxiety it's like pure momentum just flown out of you I know, I know. It's, it's crazy for me I, I you know booze it's kind of escapism to an extent it's a bit of a mask isn't it sometimes I just like the taste of a nice glass of wine or something and I'm just like yeah but yeah there's a balance like I, I had a few drinks just a couple months ago and someone was being a wee bit you know, just a bit, bit of a rag, and I totally, all the stuff I'm practicing, like, you know, compassion and listen and don't take it personally, and I just, I, the booze just made me weak. And yep. I was like, who do you think you are? Shut it. And then she starts screaming at me, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Wake up the next day, I'm like, I should have just let it wash over me. Yeah, but you, that's that's all right. That's That's what happens. I'm sure even the great people, like, Tony Robbins and all that. I'm sure he's had a few arguments. I'm sure he's been like, he's told someone that they're. I bet you he's even probably said to people, you know, you're not, you're not going out. He's probably said some horrible things to people. We've all said things, right, that we regret. But it's good that you're aware of it, right? Rather than being one of these people that just, they're just wanting to hurt everybody and anybody. They don't care. Yeah, it's good. It's kind of like you need to do the work on yourself. I think the key is being open-minded to all this stuff. Opening up your mind, even if it takes a bit longer, just trying things and judging less and actually living more, just saying, right, okay, and judging yourself a bit less as well, like saying, right, I'm aware of what I did and I, I know the triggers for that. So I know if I drink too much, I can be a dickhead. And that's not me. I don't think the truth always comes out when you're drunk. No, I think actually it can make you totally different person and perhaps if you're just a bit stressed it can aggravate things or it can totally change your personality if you don't keep tabs you know. That's what they say about that's why they're called spirits I'm sure because when they were believed I don't know where it was in the world where they believed it but they believed that if you drank spirits the reason they called them spirits is because your spirit leaves you and another spirit takes over. And that's what you're, that's the kind of drunk feeling, the drunk kind of like angry. That's why you see some guy at a staff party that's literally not said a word to anybody the whole year. He ends up punching someone, calling the boss an asshole and, and pissing on a plant pot, right? So I never did that. I never did that, by the way, but I'm joking. <laughs> So don't don't live don't beat yourself up if you've done that thing, but maybe readdress. Like, how are you finding cutting down? Because you're not drinking as much at the moment, are you? So what will happen is I'll be sober for a whole month, and then I'll be in town one day, and I'll be I'll I'll be at the gym, and it's usually on a Saturday where I've been doing really really well, everything's really good, and I'm at the gym on a Saturday. And someone will say to me, oh, how have you been? And I'm like, I'm a month sober and I'm talking away. And I'm like, yeah, everything's been great. I've actually been really doing well. And then my friend will text me and he'll be like, Daniel, what are you up to? And I've just, I've just came out of the gym, man. And he'll be like, right, I'm in the town too. Meet you at Block or meet you somewhere and I'll be, I'll go there. 
and I'll be like, oh man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have one, and then it'll end up being a pure binge, and I'll wait, I'll, I won't get home, I won't get home till 5 a.m., and I'll wake up the next day at midday, 1, 1 p.m., and I'll be like, I've blown it, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I hate it, I hate that feeling, I actually hate waking up, having a hangover, and just, I just feel really, really bad, but that's a good way, because it means that I don't like it at all so then i'll go sober again for a month so at least that's a lot better than most people then at least you're having your good month then you're having a bit bit of a blowout you know and then maybe you'll gradually notice that the blowout will become less but that's a personal thing to you only you know and, and everyone listening only they know when's the time and and what balance you need to have right you just got to follow that don't follow the head, follow, but that's why meditation and all this stuff's really good because it does put you into that space of clarity where you go, you know when you know you know. Yeah. And you really know you know you know. You know you know you know. Yeah. When you, when you know you know you know. I know um, you know that you know you know. You know that you know that you know. Um, I could honestly speak to you all night and I'm, I'm annoyed about the, the techie. Hopefully we can, you know, hopefully it's all worked out. This is the first thing. Bonnie will kill me if I don't ask tips for YouTube because honestly she gets told all the time to be a YouTube, YouTube star. Yeah. You're like the best person to ask. What advice would you give for anyone wanting to do amazing things like you have? And actually for the better, because I feel there's a bit of a, split going on there's some really bad stuff as you're seeing people yeah. in an amazing position that are promoting appetite suppressants starve yourself and then there's amazing stuff like what you're doing they, they just start and they have a vision that they don't know what exactly they're going to do or talk about or say but as long as it's it's them it's something that's a wee bit that they love to talk about themselves something they go through something that's they know a little bit about mm-hmm. and then start from there and Make sure it's positive. Try and stay away from drama because drama alerts can. They, I would say people can do very fast, quick views with drama alerts. But if you're doing the positive approach and you want to do really good things, it's more of a kind of slow, gradual build up. Okay. And it's, um, if you're putting out lots of different videos of positivity, they're like treat them like little golden nuggets of your own personal love that you're sharing with the world and gradually like compound interest you don't need to worry about the views because the views will come you know the right people will catch on to them and it'll be more meaningful the audience that you do create whether that's two people or two million people you never know but as long as you're able to help one or two with their mission your mission and then with with that obviously her filmmaking and all that stuff her personal character will come out she'll find she'll just find her flow she'll find some sort of like catchphrases she'll find things that she didn't even think that were even possible but it's like when you have like a new house that's got no furniture in it but you have it for 20 years and it becomes so like personal you've got like your special part that everybody knows it's got like the well it's, it's a kind of homely feeling to it and that's what i think that People should think more about that with their YouTube channels rather than thinking about, you know, just getting a quick, quick viral video. And yeah. Quickly, they're quickly remembered, but they're quickly forgotten. And you know. Stay consistent with your values. Keep doing your thing. Sort of thing. Definitely. 
Exactly. And post like a lot. Like don't don't just post one and then think, oh, I'm never going to get as much views on the next video. Like if you get one video that gets 100 views and all your next videos are only getting five views, three views, that's fine. You know, and you get another video that will get 100 views. There's some people just stop because they're like, oh, no, it's not going to get any more views. It's going down. It's like, don't look at the views. Just look at the look at the, the impact you've had on a couple of people and take it from there. Great advice. Very inspiring. Like you've just, uh, you've got such a following. So you're obviously nailing it, doing it right, you know. Keep Try it. Try it. And people are probably always like, I wonder what he's going to put next. You know, it's that anticipation. Yeah. Well, it's edgy. A lot of things to come. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. It's going to be massive, bruh. What's that? What's the bruh? It's going to be massive, bruh. Oh, bruh. Let's get some of this. I mean, I'm going to try and play a tune. This is the first Skype, so I don't even know. I'm hoping it's recorded. Yeah. It's a, a first for everything. We did our first Wim Hof together. I'm doing my first Skype with you. Um, totally out of my comfort zone with this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's uh, technology. So talk to me about your love. I'm going to find this song. Talk to me about your love for electro. I love the fact you love electro because do you know what? Every time I interview people and I'll say at the end, like, what we're going to blast, what we're going to dance, what we're going to sing to, no one said electro and I'm gutted. No, you know what? I think it is, is like, does this sound really bad for me to say, but words in songs don't really speak to me. For a lot of people it does, but I love music, the music aspect of it. I always have. I've always, like, I forget words very quickly and I don't know words. Like, you could have a song that's, like, I don't know, Uptown Funk, and I still don't know all the words to it. I literally know the chorus and that's it. And, you know, I'll be the one that's, like, miming the wrong words and stuff. Like, it's more about the tune. I'll never forget the tune and I'll always know the little kind of, like, even the little... to the to let every single bell that's in, or, you know, I know it off by heart. Amazing. Right. So are you going to dance for us? And are you going to sing I'm Losing It then? You love this song, don't you? I'm losing it. Can you hear it? Like, I'll try and blast it. I hope Skype will pick it up. Are you hearing it? Yeah. The reason why I like this is because it's like the lack of words. <laughs> I feel like I should put some shades on. Sorry, put some shades on. Yeah, I need some shades. Um, yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> nice short. I love the way your shorts are matching your. Yes. Yeah. These are the shorts I was wearing. Oh. Really? I'm gonna test you on the timing. Can you hear this? Yes. Like in years. Really? I'm losing it. 
Oh, this part here. What would be an easy song to hear? <clears throat> oh, I don't think I know any songs that I can do a cappella to. I have, I, see when I tell you I haven't sang in like weeks, like not weeks, years. I haven't sang in years. I don't what really you know. What sing? Oh, it's because my voice broke and I used to have like a little kind of angelic voice and then oh. it just broke and then I haven't really. So it sounds different now? You sing. Uh, what would be a good song? What do you sing? Everything and anything. Pharyngitis and all that. Pharyngitis. I've got every sort of jitis that there is going. <laughs> I've, got, I've just got aryngitis. I've written jitis in my throat. Everything that's there and that has jitis, I've, I've got it. I can sing. <clears throat> hmm. 500 miles. <laughs> Go for it. I'm not going to sing 500 miles. I would sing something and let me think of something I could sing. Yes. I'm joking. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But uh, just saying, Pavarotti heard me one day and he said, when I die, um, you can take over from me. And then I said, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine, man. And he said, no, honestly, you can do it. And I said, right, I'll give it a bash. Oh, you could fill a concert hall, though. I did, but, you know, that's not my game anymore. <laughs> it's not for me anymore, you know. Andrea Bocelli took over, you know. Would you, If you were singing, would you be singing kind of more like um, dance songs like David or Firestone or Kygo? Probably I would sing something along the lines of Michael Bublé or something like that. Oh really? I didn't think you were going to say that. Yeah, I used to like kind of like singing stuff like that. But when I did sing before, I actually sang the snowman song when I was a kid. We're walking in the air. I actually sang that. Really? I'm getting all shy now. Look at me. I'm all flustered. I'm thinking. Oh, think how much your fans are going to just be like. They're probably like just lying, like touching the screen, going, sing, sing for me, Daniel. Sing. Have you seen what, What's the boobly one? I just haven't met you yet. Oh, man, that will be. Oh, fun. what's the one? <clears throat> the. Feeling good? You're a falling star, that one. Everything. 
you're my everything, Michael Bibley, everything. I think I'm really, sh really terrible at the lyrics. I've actually been really keeping my swearing under control. I've been really doing well with my language in this broadcast. I, I, I said it was fine, though, did I not? Did you? Yeah. I thought your daughter was watching, though. I didn't want to... Oh, I didn't even think of that. I'm clearly not a perfect mum, am I? <laughs> no, I'm, it's not that. I would have... It's not that I'm saying I would swear in front of your daughter. I'm just saying, like, I, I just... I was conscious of that, you know? That was so nice. What a nice guy you are. Can you hear this? Oh, God. I don't know the words though. I know it's hard. His heart's breaking all over the world right now. See when I look at you. Crazy life. Yes. Keep going, that's brilliant. I don't know the words though. You're a really good singer. Every line, every word. I mean, I need to know the work. I'm trying to look up the lyrics here. Just the lyrics up. I'm getting the lyrics up, right? <laughs> You're the line in the sand. Yeah, I know this, but wait, where are we? Well, I can't believe it. <laughs> Yes. All the bet like la 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 la. Coming up, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just really bad with lyrics. See, I wasn't lying when I tell you I really don't know words to anything. Like, put on, uh, what's the word? Like even even famous Michael Jackson songs, everybody just knows word for word. I'm like, oh sorry, that's not the right person to be talking. You could just make up your own words, though, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm never really red or shy, but this got me shy. I'm not going to lie. It's really hard. I do find when I do, because I normally do them face-to-face, -face, so we'll get a sing. I'll get you singing at some point in the future properly for a video. Yeah, and it'll be, like, great sound and all that. And then... Oh, you're amazing. Auto-tune. <laughs> You'll be, like, fluff, like... Do you know what happens? People come into the kitchen and they're like, I'm not going to sing, I'm not going to sing. And then they just start singing. It's just really out of them. It's because ah. you're persuasive. You're very persuasive. You can get someone to just be themselves and that's good. That's a good quality to have. Yeah, it's, I, but it is, uh, it's a bit harder on the screen, but we're, but I feel like, no, I feel like, you know. If you were on camera, I would be singing like, like me and you would be singing constantly. Yeah, I can picture that. We would be, but I've never sang in public. Never. Oh. I'm like fully going for it, do you know what I mean? I was kind of half-hearted with that. I really, really want to. I want to get like a full blast, like boom, you know. But I'm well, not. 
add it to the list because you've got a great voice. Thank you. And brilliant chat. I hope it's turned out okay. Chat. Honestly, I love coming on here. This is absolutely like you know. I met you down at the Wim Hof, down at the at the water, and I knew there was good vibes, good, good quality person that you are. You're you're an absolute shining, sparkling light in this world. Oh, that's so nice. Well, as are you, and it's just incredible what you're doing. So please, please keep it up because Bonnie will be following you. I'll be like, you just need to. She's, she's like you by the way see the way that she was looking at she's got the same kind of mannerisms as she i was looking at it, i was like that's definitely your daughter like that's so cute she's got your nice little sparkle about you you know she's oh, got that for you. it's good it's passed on it's really nice try my best try my best but when you work on yourself and this is the same for you and everyone else it's you've got more to give like if you don't work on yourself first and go easy on yourself and try these things out, then you are going to be frustrated. Yeah. You're going to be angrier. You're not going to be as good a role model. Like you're an uncle, and that's such a. I remember when I first became an auntie, I never felt love like it. I was just like, oh man, I love this baby so much. And it was like this overwhelming, I want to be the best. And I can see, like, you know, really passionate. So I think the more we work on ourselves, the more we can be for our family and our friends and stuff so yeah I'm, i want to be i can't i'm looking forward to when she's like at the age of where i can take her out in the pram and all that you know yeah. oh enjoy it well i'm gonna stop the recording and hope it's worked but um thank you so much you're welcome if people have never heard of you yeah. obviously surely they have but um where's the best place where do you want where do you suggest people go because do you want them everywhere or you want them on youtube or well, what's your favorite platform it is up in aldi 7 p.m on a tuesday i'm joking <laughs> um no no um, singing down the aisles down the aisles with my push car like <laughs> Got some motivation for you while you're buying your Uncle Ben's. <laughs> uh, so I probably, I do, I'm liking Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Snapchat I don't use too much, but it's something I'm going to be doing more of. Um, I'm on TikTok now. You know, the youngsters are all on TikTok these days. So I'm like trying to smash it on there as well. But Yeah, I'm just trying to get on all platforms. Twitter as well, but... The main one right now is Instagram. That's where I'm finding uh, a lot of good kind of positive influence there. So I'm enjoying posting there. Keep it up. Can't wait to see your speech as well. Um, good luck with that. You'll smash it. Ooh, I'm glad you're doing so much. And this is your 14. You're nearly at your 50th podcast now, right? Yes. Yes. Wow. So what What's that? What are you going to do for your 50th? Oh, do you think I should throw a party? Oh, of course. Of course. You should be throwing parties every day, you know? Just you know, oh, yeah. Do you know what I want to do, though? I want to bring, like, a big kind of rave-style mental health effect. You know what Tony Robbins does in London? I love in that. America? Like, we need to do this in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've been saying this for months, but it's just... People are like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, let's make it happen. Because there was a wellbeing festival at the assembly rooms. I've spoken at that the past two years. We had like Professor Green and people up. I don't know if you saw yeah. that. Um, but it was a great event. But they need to be doing more stuff like that. So, so yeah. 
we'll see what happens. But yeah. We'll try and get in touch with a few more like different charities and things for mental health and just actually just hold on to them. I don't even I, I just want to participate and see what they're like. I don't want to go and speak at them. I just want to kinda of go to them and show more more support and film them and stuff, you know. Yeah. Slip into the background. Yeah, I know. I, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing because there's so many great charities, and in your platform, you could do serious things. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to be able to like travel to, to places and stuff and do that kind of like schools. There was a charity for girls with um, in Africa that had been through abuse and stuff like that and I was wanting I thought that would be a really good one to, to work with because you know they need the love so much these girls because they've been through so much you know yeah, yeah. anyway right thank you recording two seconds you're an absolute legend the podcast you just heard was made using anchor ever thought about making your own podcast Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm new. That's anchor.fm new to get started.